Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. to another episode of Why Won't You Date Me, a podcast where Mina Colbyer tries to figure out how she's still single in the year 2021, even though you could throw me a bone, call me a big old doggy bitch, (laughs) and tell me to bark eight times a day, I would still date you. My guest today, you've seen her on Indebted, a black lady sketch show. You've seen her on Shrill. You've seen her on Loosely, Exactly Nicole. She was a writer on Hot Dog and the Emmys, and she's been on The Opposition with Jordan Klepper. It is Nicole Thurman. Hello. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm just excited for 2021. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. Did you have any New Year's resolutions? No, I feel like I usually will try to write like a list of things that I want to do. I guess mm-hmm. that's technically a resolution, but I always call it just like a list, like a manifestation list. But I haven't written it yet. But uh, I, when I wrote it for 2020, one of the dates that I wanted to achieve my goal, some of my goals by was March Mm -hmm. 15th. So I feel like I cursed myself this year. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just wait. I'll hold off on making some goals until we are sure it's going to be okay. (laughs) March 15th, 
March 15th, that is a very early time to like achieve things. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I don't know. I just have this like idea for like, I'm going to book this kind of job by this date. And like, I don't know, it was March 15th for some reason. It was a curse, cursed number. You, you did this to us. I did this. I did it. You did this. I know. But I've been saying on the podcast, like, I don't throw away all of 2020. I think it was yeah. a bad year. But there was some good. I refuse yeah. to throw it all away. I've been blocking people who, because <laughs> on the podcast, all through uh, 2019, I was like, 2020 is my year. Yeah. So now anybody who goes, oh, man, if only you had hindsight and knew what uh, was going to happen. I've just been blocking those like, people. And it's been so joyful. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. You got to get out. Uh, you got to get them out. I've been feeling, I was had like a little moment yesterday where I was just like, why is complaining cool? Is that just like the thing people are doing right now because they feel like if they don't complain in 2020, they're not going to fit in because it's like, there's, there are some good things that have happened this year. I think a lot of people I know have had fairly good years considering the circumstances. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, y'all, if you can't find something to be happy about, you're going to never be happy. One little thing, just one little thing, you know, maybe you lost your job Maybe you lost your house. Maybe mm-hmm. you moved back in with your parents. Mm-hmm. But like maybe you and your mom had a really special night where you learned something about her. I don't know. Celebrate that little thing. Take a moment. Have a little gratitude, people. It's not that hard. It's really not. Because it's like if you can't find some happy. I mean, because not everybody lost their jobs. The people that didn't lose their jobs. I'm like, you should just be lucky you have a job. You should be yes. lucky you can pay your rent. Yes. Like the simplest, tiniest things. And some people just, they just love it. They, I had to, mm-hmm. I had to mute some people because they're just. I also muted some people. I'm like, I don't mind keeping it real, but when you just complain and you think it's like a funny bit, get out uh-huh. of here. Yes. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. I'll see you later. I don't, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> like my sister has been rather positive considering. Yeah. Like they've been doing in-person learning at her school yeah, and really. that's all she's allowed me to say about it. Yeah. But she's been very positive about it. And I'm like, if she can be positive about that shitty situation, like. Yeah. Come on, everybody. It's so real. I mean, if you, if you, if you can, what other people are dealing with is so much worse. I mean, you Mm -hmm. can, I, I'm good at feeling sorry for myself no matter what my situation is. Mm -hmm. However, (laughs) I still have moments where I'm like, okay, but I can pay my rent and that's good enough for me right now. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. fine. Whatever, whatever it is, like I have my car or like I can uh, go for a walk if I want to because it's sunny outside. Like little moments like that. I'm like, I'm just going to take it because otherwise, I mean, if, if I'm like, if I'm sitting around complaining because I can't go see a damn movie, I mean, we got it. We got a problem. There's yeah. Like, get a life. Like, get, get, you know, be happy within yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we'll talk again. <laughs> I follow this girl on Instagram. I can't remember her name, but she's mm. maybe one of the dumbest people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but she makes me laugh so hard. What hooked me was this, like, 10-part Instagram story about how this Agatha Christie book was better than the movie because she could imagine things. Oh my God. And the things that she imagined (laughs) were different than the movie. And it was so long of her explaining how books and movies were different. I was like, I'm hooked. I will look at you every day. I love you so much. And she just had an Instagram story where she was like, so excited that the movies were open Uh and like back. Cause I think she lives in like, 
maybe Orange County or something like that. I don't know. Oh. But she was so excited. She did a full-blown Instagram story of her like in the movie theater being like, nobody's here. Can you believe it? <laughs> and the movie started. I was just like, this is so funny to me. She also wears like a mesh mask because I think she's an anti-masker and will wear it to appease people to go into businesses and she doesn't like cause an uproar but she's like but you will get my particles okay like there's no right. ifs ands or buts you, gonna get you the will spray. get what I'm serving okay right. <laughs> <laughs> but I just really love her so fucking much right. right and she brings me so much joy so I feel like people gotta find like I found like a joy in like somebody that I truly don't have anything in common with. Right. I don't agree with any of her things. Right. But she's just so funny. Sometimes that dopey shit is so good because it's just like you could you're like, this is hilarious. You're yes. literally like Instagramming a pop piece of popcorn at the movie Truly. theater. That's and she'll beautiful. be like, we love it. It's such good popcorn. Have you ever had movie theater popcorn? It makes me so happy. I love it. My God, I love her so much. It's like when you're a little kid and like a fucking pile of dirt is the coolest thing in the world and you're like creating <laughs> whole world out of a pile of dirt but then when you're an adult you're like you know you have a whole backyard full of dirt yes. and you're like but I wish that I was in Tahoe right now and it's like oh my god like what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with us get a life that is so wild because like as a kid I would make like dirt pies and my mom would be like uh-huh and now I'm like if anyone ever was like Nicole do you want to play in the mud and make a dirt pie at this point in my life I would go yes you're like, you know, yes yeah. I gotta yeah. see if this is going to spark joy and bring me happiness, I, I, I just got to say. You never know. You got to get that sense of play back. That's what children have that's so beautiful, a sense of play. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I One of the nicest things that anyone has ever done for me, so I have an email address, baconcansave at gmail.com, where people can like email me dirty come-ons. Lately, it's been kids being like, can I be on Nailed It? And I'm like, I don't fucking cast the show, nor do I care <laughs> if you want to be on it. I don't give a shit. Right. Uh, but the nicest thing anyone has ever done has signed me up for the New York Times so I can read things for free. That's so nice. And then nice. someone just signed me up for the Washington Post as well. What? And I was like, this is so kind. Like, of course I can just do it myself, but I'm not going to. No. <laughs> I read this article about happiness yesterday mm -hmm. that, like, blew my fucking clit off. Yeah. So, like... It was this man who was a professor and he was studying happiness and he did a study with lottery winners and people who've been in accidents and then just like a controlled group of people where nothing had, had happened to them. Uh -huh. And the result was happiness doesn't make us happy or like keep us living. Unhappiness fuels us. Right. And I was like, this is really fucking interesting. And then it gets really fucked up because then it talks about the person who did the study who jumped off a building and like was. What? Yeah. He like unraveled in front of a bunch of psychologists, which is like the most interesting point of the article, because it was like all of the people who were like who could have saved him were in front of him and watched yeah. him unravel. I recommend it. It's a very interesting article that takes a hard fucking hard turn and you're like turn. what the you're fuck like, dude what that sounds crazy that's fascinating though i want to i want to read that for sure yeah and then i was like and you talking about people being so negative on twitter i'm like yeah 
I think like saying something negative and then like seeing other people pile on and be like, yeah, yeah. that's right. That sucks. Yeah. Fuels people. I think so too. I mean, it's the same. I mean, listen, I love it too. And it's the same thing of when you're like in a group and you, or you like meet a new person and then you like mildly talk shit on someone and mm-hmm. then they start mildly talking shit on someone and you're like, oh yeah, now we can be friends. You know, <laughs> it's the same feeling of like, oh yeah, we on the same scene. Mm-hmm. And so I get, I think that's what, I think that really, I mean, especially with Twitter, with Twitter, it's yeah. really, like that because it's just like I think it's uh I don't know there's something about like if people are too positive on Twitter I bet I bet you know followers or anyone would be like like who is this idiot like who's this asshole Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's like you feel like you want to join the club and be like yeah 2020 fucking sucks but then it's like you have your new baby in the bassinet and you're like like literally people with like new children are complaining Uh and I'm like I'm like does nothing bring you happiness? Because I think that's what's bring some people happiness. So what's up? And if you think about it, like on the flip side, if they had their baby at any other point, they would be spending so much time away from their baby. Yes. And that would be a point of contention. They'd be like, I wish I had time to spend with my baby, this, that, and the other. And you're like, exactly. Yeah. I think it's like, my mom used to always be like, the. I mean, everyone's mom's like, the grass is always greener on the other side. But she would break right. it down and be like, you know, bitches who want short hair have long hair and vice yep. versa. And she's and like, you'll never straight. have what you actually want. And once you have it, you'll want something else. Yeah. If you give a mouse a fucking cookie. She read that book to me so many times because I was oh, like, but yeah. I want this and I want this. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, how do I fucking teach this idiot that she'll never be satisfied? Right. This book. <laughs> it's so crazy because it's literally like you're standing on, you know, a hill or something. You've accomplished all of these things. Like if you're an adult, truly just like supporting yourself and like living on your own is a huge accomplishment because mm-hmm. it's hard to do. But then you're always like looking to the next thing. Like, okay, but what's next? But what's next? I mm-hmm. mean, this is all, you know, this is, I feel like I ended up talking about that a lot in therapy too, because I'm always just like, yeah. I I don't care if I have this. I want that. And it's like, well, bitch, like enjoy this right now because you never know. Yes. I did this college show a couple months ago. It was like a little virtual show. Not a little. It was a virtual show. And Mm -hmm. one of the students, the moderator said, what is your proudest accomplishment? And I said, I don't have one. And he goes, what? I said, I don't have one. I'm not dead yet when I'm dead, you can compile all of my accomplishments and then you decide which one's the greatest. And he was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I don't think you understand that. Like once you get something, you want more. Yeah. So like nothing will be the greatest thing until I'm dead. Yeah. And I think I shook his whole fucking world. Yeah. He was like, what? I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. But it's like, <laughs> I think that Matthew McConaughey said something like that in like his Oscar speech. And I think that sometimes it is good because it motivates you to keep working harder and like not just being happy with like the status quo. I think he said something like, uh, what? Like I'm looking at myself when I'm like, when I'm 25, I'm looking my big biggest hero is when I'm 35 and when I'm 35 my biggest hero will be me when I'm 45 it's like he's always looking forward to like the next the person he's going to become so there's Mm -hmm. I I think there's a benefit to that but it's hard not to look at things like that it is hard it is I think it's very hard to celebrate things I don't I mean personally I do not celebrate things in the present I'm always like great that happened let's figure out how I get to what I want next, which maybe yeah. is not the healthiest way to live. I know it's like very motivated, but yeah, sometimes it's like, well, damn, we're missing out on all the fun stuff in the, right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my therapist, she tells me, she's like, you have to celebrate the now just a little bit. I used, I dated this guy that had knuckle tattoos. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know okay. a little crazy. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> he had uh, the words right now tattooed on his knuckles, and it, but it was like R-I-G-H on one hand and then T-K-N-O-W or whatever um, right now on his hands because it was like he always had to remind himself like to enjoy this moment as it's happening because this is, you know. You're never going to get it again. But could he see it when he looked at it no. or he had to look in a mirror? He'd have to look in a mirror, I think, because if he was looking down at it, it would be yeah. from above. Mm-hmm. Then, <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying He's just trying to make everybody else think. That's mm-hmm. what he's doing. That's he wants he doing. everyone else to be in the right now. Mm-hmm. We're all in the right now. We're staring at his knuckles trying to figure out what's happening. <laughs> Where did you meet him? We worked at a brewery together. We're still friends. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. We worked at this brewery together and like, I pretty much think everybody was sleeping at some, with somebody at some point. You know how it goes. (laughs) Yes. I, that's one of the things I miss about the service industry because you could just like get real drunk after work and just hook up with somebody and then it truly is no thing. Like you go back to work the next day and you're like, whatever. Right. We were drunk. It happened. Yeah. You're like, it's just whatever. But then you start, I mean, I'm a, you know, kind of jealous bitch. So then you see them flirting with somebody else and you're like, hold up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm supposed to be your work crush. Yeah. it, It is. It's so just like that. Like, especially when we have like beer that we're brewing and you're just like, try this new beer that we've got. And then like three beers later, you're like, I mean, do you want to go make out or what? (laughs) Uh, I miss that part about serving. Me too. They'd be like, the bartender would be like, I made a new cocktail. Would you like to taste it? Yes. 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 All of my tables can wait. (laughs) Yes, they can all wait while I get drunk and then go back to serving them because honestly, it'll make Uh me a better server. So why not? It'll just make me happier. It'll make me happy. I'll want to hear more about what you don't like to eat. That's right. Like I, you can complain all day to me. That's actually another job I think where um, people bond over being negative is like you can just Mm -hmm. sit there and bitch all day, but it feels so good to just be complaining. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Also... I didn't, when I like served, I didn't have very much to complain about. I was a a terrible server. Like if anything, all of my tables should have been like this stupid, goofy bitch was so bad at the job. She needs to get the fuck up out of here. But I do miss it because it was easy to milk money out of people. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You can upsell them. You can, you know, just be nice, just a little bit nice to them. You know, I heard like if you, I mean, now it seems weird to say this, but if you like touch somebody like on their back while you're, or the shoulder or something while they're ordering, like, what can I get for you? Just give them a little tap. Then they're willing, they're going to tip more. Like it's like little psychology things like that. You just fuck with them. (laughs) Wow. Makes me sound terrible. That I did not realize. It's not like flirty or weird. It's just like literally just being friendly sometimes Mm -hmm. makes people like, let me give you things. Let me, let me give you money. I would do things like, what would I do? I would like lean, not like squat. Squatting was like a thing where I was like, no, but I would Mm -hmm. just like lean and like have a big old smile and be like, guys, Mm -hmm. hi. Like, hey guys, I'm sure people loved you with that with that voice. Hey guys, how are guys, you? Hi. What would you like to eat? One of my favorite things I've ever done. I don't have a good memory. I have ADD. If I'm yeah. all over the place, it's because I didn't take my medicine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like walked over to a table and I was like, okay, what do you guys want? And they, it was maybe a table of six people. Everyone told me what they wanted. There was so many modifications. And I realized midway through, I was like, oh, shit, I don't have my pad. Oh, I'm not going to remember this. So I let them finish instead of interrupting oh, them yeah. and going, I need to get my pad. And then I went to the computer and I was like, oh, who am I kidding? I truly don't know what these people ordered. So I walked back and I was like, okay, guys, here's something fun that happened. 
I didn't write any of that down. So you're going to have to do it again. One more time. And I think I sang for a little bit and they were like fine with it because I was out of my mind. They're just like, this is a party. We can't even be (laughs) mad at you. (laughs) I did that all the time too. And then it's a lot of the times like, you're like, oh no, I can remember it. And then someone might even say to you, how are Mm -hmm. you remembering all of this? And then you forget it. And you're like, oh Mm -hmm. fuck. And you're like, oh shit, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, I would do that all the time. I would forget things all the time. Or I'd accidentally throw away a ticket I just wrote down. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. the worst. I mean, you did a good job with the singing and dancing. They're going to not even notice what's happening. But if I, I apologized too much and then I'd get like people mad at me. (laughs) Mm. Cause I gave them that weak spot, you know? I didn't really ever apologize. I would just be like, something bad happened, you know? And I wouldn't be like, I did this bad thing. It was like, just a bad thing happened. Yeah. Or I'd be like, dang, the kitchen. I, I just went in there and they messed it all up. Yeah. So it's going to be another like 20 minutes. I'm just, Guys, the kitchen. <laughs> the kitchen is crazy right now. I mean, if you saw what's going on in there. And then you'd be it like, was, I'm, I'm in there and I'm really asking for your food. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it is. But if I'm you like, just tell me one more time, it? how did you want that steak cooked? Yeah, was it was it well done or medium? Well and done, like, right? I'm yeah. going to march in that kitchen and I'm going to let them know that you said medium well. You said medium well. And what did you say? for You said broccoli on the side too, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you <laughs> Truly the worst. My roommate, Jen Jen, used to get so mad at me. She would be like, I don't know how you make more money than me sometimes. And I was like, because I'm bad. Yeah. Maybe if you did worse, you would get more money. Yeah. They feel sorry for you. And then they're also like, well, when she messed up, she sang that fun, cute song. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> she was just so adorable. We were dancing. She was adorable. Here's all our money. <laughs> and I would wear a vest and a tie sometimes. And that was not our uniform. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, I just came up with some flair and put pens all over my vest. I don't know. What's the uniform? Yeah, they were like, are we at TGI Fridays? And the answer was no. No. We're in Midtown at a fucking Indian restaurant. Oh, my God. You worked in Midtown waiting tables. Oh, was that crazy? I feel like that would be crazy. It was very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very hard. Um, I was not good at it. It's yeah. on uh, season one, episode two of Kitchen Nightmares. Uh, you can see what it was. It's since closed. It was called Pernima. Uh, now it's called, ah, shit, I don't remember. Something else opened in that space and I can't remember what it's called. But last time I went there, my dealer was still there in the corner where he, <laughs> where he usually sits. And this was like, five or six years after I worked there and I was like my friend and he was I like my that. friend and I was like do you ha-? and I said it so loudly what my order was uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like so you haven't changed you have to shut the fuck up <laughs> You're like, I do not know how to be stealth. Wait, so is this a man that he just goes, he's a regular at the restaurant? I can imagine this man yeah. just like sitting in the corner all the time and hanging yeah, out. Yeah, he sat in the corner of the bar Whoa. every single night and just dealt Yummy drugs. Yes. Just a lot of cocaine, baby. That's the way to keep it popping in Midtown when you're waiting tables, I'm sure. Uh (laughs) Wait, where have you worked? Have you been in L.A. a long time? I have been in L.A. uh, since 2015. I was gone. I was in New York for a year while I was doing a job there. But 2015 is when I moved here the the first Uh, time. Um, And it... I worked everywhere. I mean, because I lived in Chicago for a long time, and that's where I waited tables at every type of place. Like, I worked out, like, some, like, upscale, you know, clubby-type cool places. I worked Mm -hmm. at uh, the brewery, which was – the brewery was, like, I think the longest job I had, and – 
maybe the, I guess the most drama because I had, I dated, like I hooked up with one guy, I dated another one there. Ooh. And the one I dated was crazy. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. So I've done everything. I waited at like breakfast places and like in college towns. Like I've done, I waited tables for like, I don't know, 10, 15 years, a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, it's the easiest way to make money without taking off your clothes. Yep. It was, someone called it to the golden handcuffs. So have you ever heard of that phrase? No. Where it's like impossible to leave because you're like, you're almost like trapped by the job because the money is mm-hmm. so good and so easy. Yeah. And it's so easy to get a job. Like when anywhere you move, you can just be like, oh, I'll just go wait tables there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like almost kind of like a writing job. Like once you've written somewhere, people are like, oh, she can write. Yeah. Once you've gotten a job waiting tables, you're like, oh, she can wait tables. But yeah, yeah. we just, it's like one of three POS systems. Yeah. Point of sale if you're not in the industry. Yeah. We've got Aloha. Oh, Aloha was hard for me. Aloha is probably the hardest one, I think. Micros, I remember liking. <laughs> that one was easy for me. That one, I think, is the one we used at Pranima. Yeah. But I can't remember. Oh, it was Chat and Chew that I think he used Aloha. And I was like, I don't fucking know this one. No. Yeah, it's hard. Wait, did you work at more than one restaurant or just you just worked at that one? Just the one. And I was um, a hostess with the mostess. Hey for one day at a restaurant in Chelsea called Elmo and then they called me too jolly and I was fired too which jolly. was I think code for too fat oh my which god is fine I should have to work in a black turtleneck and a uh, silver pleather mini skirt that I got from a Goodwill and I thought I looked cute I still maintain I, I looked cute it sounds like a cute outfit the, the second manager was not feeling me wow. and I think I was too cheerful yeah, I well, think that jolly. like yeah, yeah. I think it was like too fat and too cheerful, and he was like, "We don't want Black Santa here. Get the fuck up out of here." Not year round, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was a hostess at Chat and Chew, which is in New York. It, I think it closed. Yeah, it used to be around the corner from Coffee Shop, where that was like a restaurant where all the servers were models uh-huh. um, in Union Square. But that one, that one was fun. Uh, and sometimes I'd help the girls out by like getting waters and stuff. And then our manager, Booba, he'd be like, what are you doing? Get back to the front. <laughs> and that's not me doing an accent. I don't know what his accent was. I just know that he didn't open his mouth. Right. That sounded like some kind of like Italian, New York hybrid with something else mixed in. <laughs> what are you doing? He looked like the black version of Grimace. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's not me being rude. That is just me being accurate. You're just telling facts. Yeah, he just looked like a bowling pin or something. He was the weirdest shaped man I've ever seen. And one day I was like, ooh, Booba, what should I get for a family meal? He goes, I might have told this story before, whatever. But he was like, you probably never heard this before, but you should go home, sit down, and drink some water. And I was like, I can't believe this fucking big-ass man is telling me to drink water. He doesn't know what water is. Sir, also, you cannot survive on water alone. You got to get a little lunch in there. (laughs) We need some family meal. Just a little bit. Okay, let's take a break real quick. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. 
access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. 
Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ooh, ooh, we're back. Okay, so tell me about your dating history. My dating history is, um, I guess you could say it's kind of rocky. I feel like dating was very easy for me until I uh, graduated college. Mm. (laughs) And then ever since then, it's always been me picking the wrong people. Now I realize that, but it used to just me be, it used to just be me being like, why am I always ending up with bad guys? But it's now I know from therapy that a lot of it was my choices (laughs) and that I do have my own set of intimacy issues. But anyway, I (laughs) like I dated the longest relationship I've ever had was I dated, um, my math TA. He like was our teacher for all intents and purposes for my math class in college. Um, we started dating at the end of the semester, but not before mm-hmm. the finals. So he helped tutor me before the final. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, baby, can I have a little extra help? He's um, like, I'll so, tutor your pussy and your brain. Yeah. I was like, bitch, yes, please get up in there. Teach me how to do the things. Um, but yeah, so that was, we dated for, well, that was the longest relationship I had for four years. And then I moved to Chicago where I feel like I just started experiencing a slew of fuck boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just have the worst look, but I, I mean, it is, I just always, it's like I, there literally can be like a lineup of like 10 men and I will always pick the worst one. That's just always the one I'm attracted to. Yeah, sure. I feel yeah. you. So I don't know. There's something about that that I'm into. I dated this guy. He was like, uh, an opera, opera singer, cyclist slash worked at the same theater that I worked. Another guy, another work person. Um, and he was very funny. He was like a very handsome man, very nice. But then just like one day he, we were watching a movie and he, I have like, we were like, I had my feet up on the ottoman and he was like, well, you have kind of big feet for a girl, huh? (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) I like knew from that moment. I was like, yeah, we, we're not going to last. And then two weeks later, he was like, Hey, I think we should cool it. And I was like, what do you mean cool it? <laughs> oh no. He didn't like my big feet, I guess. Um, see, so yeah, I dated him. I dated like, yeah, the guys at the brewery that I worked with. One of the guys I dated was, uh, super cuckoo bananas. He was like very controlling and like, it was kind of funny because. He's one of those guys that when you're dating them, you like think that they're really hot. And Mm -hmm. then when you stop dating them, you're like, oh, my gosh, he looks like a little rat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you're just like, why did I ever find that person attractive? Like he's literally like this like 
small teeny <laughs> dude. I don't know. I always ended up dating like uh, skinny white musicians or bartenders. Mm, okay. The bartenders I've kind of uh, tapered off of, but the musicians, it's hard. It was hard for me to break that. Yeah. I you know? like a bartender because they're good at talking. Like they're just like, they're good at talking. They're fun to be around. I just dated a bartender where we like mutually were like the pandemic. Let's like, cool like let's not do this anymore yeah. and then in may i was like i'm horny and i texted yeah. him and then he was like mm, we're still cooling it and didn't <laughs> answer and i was like perfect but then i was like why am i chasing this man who plays dungeons and dragons where his like character is a little person who thinks he's in les mis oh, and no. like this like why am i chasing this person it's a dick it gets you tricked i mean i don't i think it was just i don't even know if it was that i think it was just like i like being near you yeah well, I mean, also, I feel like, I don't know, with the pandemic, I, I feel like I would like being near uh, anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The pandemic truly, really isolates you and, and makes you feel uh, yeah. wholly alone. I was laughing the other day because I, ta- I had a phone conversation with some guy about a job for like three minutes. And when we got off the phone, I was like Googling his name. And, like, I was like, who is this? He sounds cute. Like, who is of course, he's married. But I was just like, ooh, you know, and, like. I've had, I feel like during the pandemic, I've had crushes on like the most random people and tried, I don't know, because it's just like, I don't know, it feels in the way it felt like the end of the world. So you're like, oh shit, Uh I didn't line something up for the end of the world. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think about that a lot. I'm like, if the world will end tomorrow, like, you know, that scene in Titanic where the two old people are like, we're going to go down with their ship. And they're just like in bed holding each other as the water rushes under yeah. them. I was like, I want that. Yeah. And the asteroid comes towards Earth or the aliens finally are like, you fucking dumbasses. We're done with you. Yeah. We don't need to study you anymore because you're idiots. I want, you know, somebody to hold. And I don't right. have that right now. No, it's so hard. Yeah. My last relationship was like fucking three years ago or something like that. And after mm-hmm. we broke up, it was a real nasty, real nasty relationship. He, he was a he was a big liar, was lying about a lot. And oh. I was just like mind blown slash didn't know what to do, kept dating him when I shouldn't have. And then like the breakup was so bad that after that, I just didn't really date anybody. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I've, I've been fine with it. I am fine with it. But yeah, when the ship is going down, you're like, wait, I need someone someone's hand to hold. Like what the yeah. hell? Like, I broke my ankle, like, a little bit ago. And Mm -hmm. when I was sponge bathing myself on the side of the bathtub alone, I was like, if I was in a relationship and the person actually loved me, they would help me with this. Yeah. I was like, I can't ask my roommate, John Milheiser, to, like, sponge bathe me. Right. And the nice man I live with, his boyfriend, at one point, I said something... I was like, am I stinky? And he was like, no, no, you're not stinky. You're fine. And I was like, okay. And he's like, well, you did take a shower yesterday, right? And I was like, I did. I got the good spots, my pits under the titties and my pussy. (laughs) And then I don't think I've ever heard a man laugh harder at me. I was like... (laughs) You're like, I'll But then I was like, we'd have to be really deep in a relationship for someone to like, like sponge bathe my titties. Right. Well, that's the other thing is it's like, damn, if if, if you, even if you are going to get in a relationship, it's like, I wish I, I needed to just be six months in immediately at least. Yes. Because yes. first of all, I, I don't, I never even have the energy to try to get to know some of these damn fools because some of them are just fools and you're like, please just stop mm-hmm. talking to me. 
But then it's like, I don't want to have to have any kind of falseness or any kind of awkwardness. I want to just be fully comfortable and like nasty in front of someone. I'm like, yes. I want you to see me when I'm like needing to be sponge bathed yes. or whatever. Yeah. I once had a boy fart on me and I was like, and it was a rotten fart. It was like, you are sick inside. And I was like, this might be it. <laughs> I was so excited because I was like, this person is so comfortable with me that they did yeah. this to me. Yeah. But, you know, it didn't last because that's just the way my life works, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I've been feeling really like, uh, I don't know, because I feel like late. I feel like I always see these girls on TikTok, the teens and the young, the young 20s. <laughs> I always see them on TikTok and they're like, when you, you know, you can't make it past the talking stage. Like, that's what mm -hmm. I feel like now. And I'm just like, I, I'm always like talking, maybe flirting and texting with guys. And then all of a sudden they'll have a girlfriend or they'll mm -hmm. just completely not be interested anymore, whatever it is. And I'm just like, oh, I cannot keep having these like talking phases with these dudes. That's why I instituted this rule. Maybe it's like a year old at this point. Mm -hmm. I will truly only talk to someone. I will only go back and forth with them for like a week. And if they yeah. haven't asked me out, then I don't talk to them anymore. That's really smart. I need to start doing that. I just like, I just let it die. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to just like, I don't want a pen pal. I want someone who wants to like ask me out. Right. Right. And I had a dating coach who was like, you should be asking people out. And I was like, that hasn't worked for me in the past. Yeah. So I'm doing something different. And like, this has worked for me a little bit. Right. I have like a weird hard rule. My rule now is that I will not ask someone out because I, I don't know. It was just like my last relationship was like one of those situations where the guy's like, I like you. I'm just not looking for anything serious right mm -hmm. now. And then like my dumb ass hears, I like you. And then is like, fuck the rest. I don't hear the rest of it, you know? So then I spent, you know, a year and a half of my life trying to get some guy who was talking to another woman the whole time. Like I was mm -hmm. trying to get him to love me. And it's like, that's fucking pointless. So it's, it's hard for me now because I feel like a lot of people will say that to me too. Like, well, maybe they don't know that you like them. Maybe that's why they, you kind of end up just being friends with them or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I, first of all, I feel like I'm flirting. Second of all, mm -hmm. I don't want to ask a guy out because I don't, I personally am kind of old school and just don't think that works. I mean, it's not even old school. It's just having that bad experience of it not working. Well, every time I've like chased a man, it's not, it truly has not worked out. No. And then the last couple of people I've dated for, that I've dated for more than a date, they've chased me. Yeah. And then things changed when I was like, you've got me now. I can tell you that I like you. And then they're like, yuck, yikes. I don't want you anymore. Never did, you stupid bitch. Yes. Uh, so I, I've said it before on the podcast. I'll say it again. My therapist disagrees with me, but I will die before I tell another man how I feel. I die. think you're right. Die. I would be at the altar in a wedding dress, and I would die before I tell that man that I'm in love with him and want to be with him forever. <laughs> So she's like, Nicole, what are your vows? And I'm like, I don't know. Come back to me. <laughs> like, I won't. You're like, let him say his first. Let him say all his first. You say yours first. I'll see your, what do you mm -hmm. have to say? Does he have something to sign? Can you give me a little blood first? Because I'm not saying nothing until I know this man locked Truly. in. Truly. But also, so you really, so you won't even tell him once you're dating them that you have feelings no. for them? <laughs> no. No. Because the last two times I've done that, a ghost of a girlfriend came back to town and oh he got God. back with her. And then the other time was, I don't know if I believe in monogamy. Oh, and Jesus I was like, Christ. cool. 
And then, I mean, bad on me because we did go out a couple other times and I was like, I'm going to try again because I'm the most fun person he's ever fucking yeah. met. Yeah. And I was just like, are you sure? And then he was like, I truly don't know this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, cool. Then like, let's just keep fucking and hanging out because like I'm having fun. And then I think he was like, I think she's going to try to like really like go for it again. And I should have right. been like, I'm not going to ask you again. I was just double checking to make sure you're stupid. Now that I know you're stupid, I want to keep fucking you because it's a dick that I know. And I don't yeah. want to get to know a dick. Well, that's the other thing. I'm like, I'm really not sure. I've been finding myself lately with the people that I am attracted to. They're either friends or like somehow professionally kind of affiliated with me or mm -hmm. like I used to or I've slept with them before because I'm like, I really don't feel like meeting some like random person and just trying to get to know them that right? way. It's, it's annoying really and it yeah. sucks. And then like, I don't know, wading through like, what do you do? Because like you've written yeah. for stuff. You've been on TV. It's yeah. like, it's weird to be like, I'm on TV. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. I think it's really hard. It's really hard because, yeah, and it's like one of those things too where it, it takes a specific kind of dude. Yes. Especially for women like us. Like we have personalities. Like we own mm -hmm. a room. We own the space. We take up space when we're in the room. And like a man has to truly be okay with that. Not just like say that mm -hmm. they like a funny woman, you know, cause like a dude will be like, I love a funny woman. They're like, bitch, I'm actually very funny. Yes. I'm very <laughs> funny. Your friends are gonna love me. Your friends are your, gonna love your me. Your parents are gonna love me. I'm probably gonna be more popular than you. Get ready for this. Yeah. yeah. Your friends are gonna be calling me to hang out instead of you. So yeah. fucking get ready for that. Yeah. So get on board with it. But yeah, I think it's really hard to like find someone that actually supports that. I feel like also personally, I don't know, just as having lived in New York, LA. I mean, you've lived in not Chicago. You were just New York and LA, right? But my family lives in Chicago, so okay. I spent just a, a touch of time there so on the south side. Connection. You've got a little connection to just the south a side. Bit. Because what I'm saying is like, sh between Chicago, New York, and LA, oh my god. LA men are just very... I don't, I feel like I never want to say it because I don't want, I want them to like me, but like, I feel like there's a lot of very sad men here. I fully fucking agree. Dude, it's like the same thing. It's the same thing we were talking about earlier, where it's like, they're, all the men in LA are always like, yeah, sure, I have a job, but I want that job. And it's like, mm -hmm. bitch, you're never going to get that job. Or even if uh -huh. you do, it's going to be years. So why don't you just be happy with where you are right now? But they're, ne they never are. And so they can never fully be with the women that they're with, especially if the woman is Mm -hmm. doing well you know and then you see a lot of these fucking nerds with money with these hot women so then right. these fucking nerds who want that job who are years away from getting that job are like well i want a hot girl but i gotta yeah. say every dude i've dated in la who i've seen who they've dated after me is uglier than me yeah and I'm, <laughs> and I'm like what are you doing with this fucking ugly ass bitch when you could have had this but maybe it's because it makes them feel better or something. Like I, I've, every time I've seen a guy go from me to someone else, it's always like some fucking dumbass idiot. And I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be too mean to him, but it's always like, oh, I mean, but I'm like smarter or whatever. But it's like they're mm -hmm. easier. They're maybe easier. You know, they ask yeah. less questions. They're they're white or whatever it is. You know what I mean? They're just not me, and so it's easier. Um, and yeah, then and the, but then it's like when you see that that shit, you're just like. I'm glad I'm not with you because obviously mm -hmm. you can't handle all of this. And all of this is only going to keep doing more and more. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to stop for <laughs> you. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's dating tough. is truly, 
it's hard, but then like necessary. Because yeah. you can't just like sit around. I mean, it would be so nice to have someone knock on my door and be like, hello, it's me, boyfriend. And I'm like, come yes. in, boyfriend. Oh my God. And then like, I love Monique and Monique was talking about joining OnlyFans and she's like, I thought it was, you know, this bad thing, uh, just a lot of na- naked, nasty people. And that's just for my husband, my boyfriend, my fiance, and my girl, my boyfriend. And I was like, how does, wait, Monique has four partners? Yes. <laughs> I knew she was in an open relationship, but I was like, but there's like four on rotation. This, oh teach me your ways. Girl. Maybe I should have Monique on the podcast to literally be like, teach me your ways. How have you done this? She's a strong fucking yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I need to know the secret too because I really don't know what it is. And I feel like part of me now is so uh, <laughs> easily triggered by dudes. Like at the slightest mm-hmm. hint of maybe a ghost, I'm like, fuck you. And like, I'm going to run away too. <laughs> so I make it impossible. So it's, yeah, it's, I want to I want to know how people do it. I want to know how people go from one relationship almost immediately into the next one. Like I'm like, how the fuck? That blows my mind, especially like, someone they've been with for like two, three years straight into another one. I'm like, what about those? Like you spent so much time with somebody yes, and you like loved somebody and you are just going to like shut them away and start getting to know somebody else so quickly. That's it's crazy. I don't have, I, I guess I feel too much to do that. I couldn't, I I could never. Well, I think so too. And I think personally, I mean, it's like, yeah, I feel too much. I don't really, I'm not, that's why I'm not always great at dating too, though, because I'll like, like somebody and so then I'll only like that one person mm-hmm. and not still date around, which is a mistake because then you end up sometimes with the wrong, spending your time on the wrong person. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I don't get that either. Like, if, especially like these people that live together and then they move out and then like the next month or two later, they have a new boyfriend or yes. girlfriend. It's like, how the fuck? Because also it's like, don't you need time to heal? Don't you need time to learn and mm-hmm. grow? And like, and yeah, and like, I don't know, get that person out of your system, but like in a way, not in a way of just distracting yourself with like a new full on boyfriend or girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy to me. I just could never do it. Yeah, me either. I, yeah, it just seems so fucking yeah. batshit bonkers. I felt like, especially even if it's a healthy breakup, it's like, you still need time to like, I don't know, be yourself. But some people don't want to be with their own thoughts. Like some people just mm-hmm. cannot be on their own because then they end up losing their minds. They have to have people to distract them at all times. I'm just not like that. I can't do that. I'm like kind of like that. Like I don't think I could ever live alone. Mm-hmm. But anytime my roommate is gone, anytime John like leaves, I'm just like, oh, okay. This isn't mm-hmm. so bad. It's like yeah. whatever. I just prefer to know that one day someone will come scream with me again. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's good. It's good. It's nice to have a little bit of solo time. I mean, I can go on the other end of that spectrum, but sometimes too much too, because then I'll like alienate myself from everybody and be like, why don't I have any friends? And it's like, bitch, because you always tell people you don't want to hang out. What the fuck you expect? Because you don't hang out with anybody or call anybody. (laughs) They're not going to want to hang out with you if you always say no, but I don't do that as much anymore. But yeah. Yeah. So are you on the, yes, you're on the apps. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm on the apps. I'm on Hinge. And that's it. Okay. You know, I was uh, tried to get on Raya, and I've gotten two or three friend passes at this point. And I fully, first of all, think they're racist because I don't think they, it's fully racist. It's fucked up. And I've been on the waiting list for years and years now. So I'm just like, like three years. And so I'm just like, whatever. But at this point, I'm like, come on. I've gotten two friend passes. I thought that was just a guaranteed in to get on Raya. 
I was on the wait list, I think, for two years, maybe two and a half years. I think two. But yeah, it's fucking, it's racist. It's fully fucking racist. But like, once you get on there, you're like, so I'm paying $30 a month to see like Australian DJs and weird models. Like, it's nobody you've ever cared about one time in your life. Yeah. I went on one date from it, and that person asked me to read their screenplay. So. That could also probably be pretty problematic, I feel like, for um, a lot of people on Raya. Raya is probably a big networking thing, too, because everybody's like, oh, everybody on here is like exclusive, hot, like, you know, whatever, popular, working. Yeah, that's a lot. I wouldn't be able to do that. But what is. Okay, let's go through your hinge and let's go through mine. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Okay, so let me see your first picture. Okay, oh, so you can see it. Okay. Mm-hmm. This oh, is cute. Can you see with my real ring light thing? On? Okay, there, there you go. This is cute. It's you with curly hair. Mm-hmm. You're showing off that long neck, mm-hmm. and you're wearing just like a black sweater, and you got some hoops, and you look like you mean business. I mean business. I'm like, hey, what's up? That's me. That's the picture that gets the most. I I just recently changed my pictures because I also have a weird thing where I don't really like when guys like the pictures of me with the most makeup on because I'm like that's not even mm, what I look like. Fair. You know, I keep scrolling. Yeah. Do you want to see my answers to things? Yeah. So what do I say? The hallmark of a good relationship is similar communication vibes. It may seem trivial, but being able to have a fun back and forth combo via text or DMing is huge to me, especially now. Wacky face. (laughs) I think that's one of the reasons why you keep getting into situations where you're just like texting for forever. God, that's a good point. Because you're literally telling them, you're like, I I like a good back and forth. Well, I don't even... Lately, I haven't even been responding to Hinge people. I just can't. But that is probably a huge part of it. Because the last time I was on Hinge, I did definitely have a very long conversation with one person. Mm -hmm. We went out, but like we only went out twice. And so it wasn't worth all of the fucking hours of combo, you know. This is cute. This is like a headshot. We got straight hair. You're looking into the sun. You're (laughs) laughing. A real (laughs) tee-hee-hee. Yeah, exactly. Barely any makeup. Just natural me living life. My friend took that. Well, you've got good skin and you're pretty. So, like, you can get away with it. I've got, like, terrible acne scars. And I think people would be like, yikes. I don't (laughs) want this. Oh, wait. You're 5'9". You are tall. 5'9". I'm very tall. See, that's nice. I put don't have children open to children, which I don't even know about all that. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I don't drink. So I put it. I put that I don't drink because I feel like it's I don't know if people notice that, but sometimes it is awkward, like not drinking and going on dates because mm-hmm. guys are weird about that. I think people in general are weird about that. Like they are. My sister doesn't really drink, so I'm, like, used to it. So I'm, like, mm-hmm. if you don't order a cocktail, I'm not going to be, like, why aren't you drinking? Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, who who cares? You just didn't order something. Right. I know people – it's a, it's an interesting thing because it's, like, you lose a lot of friends when you stop drinking, which is fine because it's just, like, you realize it's people you only have drinking in common mm-hmm. with. But then um, there's also a lot of this uh, – especially with dates. And I'm, like, I don't like this on dates because if I'm on a date, I want the dude to get drunk. I like – I'm, like, I'm <laughs> to get lit. I want you to try to make a fucking move. I'm like, uh-huh. like, I want you to get drunk. That's fun. That's what's mm-hmm. fun about dates is when it gets kind of wild. And I can still get wild. I just don't get drunk. But um, I but also it does this thing sometimes with people where it makes them feel like called out or like insecure in a weird mm-hmm. way of like being like, oh, well, I don't really drink that much. It doesn't matter. You know, like I don't even need a drink. And it's like, no, first of all, you can have a drink. Second of all, mm-hmm. I'm not judging you for your drinking habits. I just quit. I didn't even, you know, 
I didn't, it wasn't even this big of a deal. I just quit and then I got an app that counted the days. And so then I just, I was like, I like counting days. I'm just going to keep counting them forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's so weird, but yeah, it's so dating without drinking has also been a new experience and not, not as fun for me, but that's just it. Fair. This is a good picture. So we're in an office, it looks like. It's a trailer. And I don't normally put uh, work pictures because I don't put what I do for a living because I don't know. I just I feel like people are like, actor. Uh, like, I don't know. I'm kind of like that sometimes. <laughs> I'm always like that. If a man is on a stage holding a microphone, I oh. always go, no, thank you. I and I don't I know what it is. I'm just like, I don't want I don't want to deal with like a an open mic comic like not to be an asshole no but like right. i don't want to deal with that i don't want to deal with someone being like i just got my first road gig and uh, this this and that and i'm like oh okay i don't i don't i don't know how to talk to you like i don't no. i don't we're just in different places i think that's really tough i think if in there if they're in the same world they have to be at this that does kind of sound weird but it's like at the same level or higher yeah and i only say that because it's like you don't want to have to you don't want to have to kind of like be the guide i don't want to teach someone. you i don't want to yeah. be your sure through this I don't want to give you advice yeah I don't which it sounds mean but I'm like so not only do I have to love you I then have to coach you through things and that being said maybe they're not asking me to coach them through things but I'll feel like I need to when I'm like oh why are you doing it like this you're doing it wrong yeah I would too I would definitely feel like I'd have to say I'd be side coaching even if I wasn't being asked (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I'm a helper I like to help these men which is why I sometimes end up with the wrong ones Mm -hmm. I want to help um Want me to show you my answer? Mm-hmm. I get along best with people who love to laugh and get very excited by small everyday things, holidays, road trips. I also love people who will make me good playlists. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Okay. <laughs> That's super fucking cute. Because I feel like I get I get like very excited about just everything. And I've been told a lot by like some kind of more curmudgeon people that I'm like too excited by <laughs> too many things. <laughs> And so I'm like, because I'm like, you know, if I see a cool house, I'm like, oh, my God, that's such a pretty house. Like, I just get excited about shit. So, like, I want somebody that's not going to think that that's annoying because then they're not going to want to be with me. Yeah. I will write down street names when I see a wall that I like. And then I will make people return to that wall with me and take pictures of me in front of said wall. Okay. I love this. So you get it. (laughs) Yes. I love a fun door. I'll write down where I saw that door. Okay, here's mine. Yes. So let's see. I also have no lights turned on in my house because, you know, you can't be wasting those lights. Okay, so. Cute. Like the prints. Like the outfit. Thank you. Yeah, it's just, it's on the streets of Boston in front of the Wilbur Theater. I sold Uh out that night, but I didn't include the marquee because I don't want you to know my business. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm wearing a this is hinge okay. a flannel scarf, leopard print, leopard print and flowers. It's a lot. I love it. And then the question is dream dinner guest. I said the minions, easy to social <laughs> distance with. Them bitches tiny. <laughs> <laughs> and then That's hilarious. A picture of me in a split. Okay, okay so we know she's flexible, mm-hmm. but also fun. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I thought. It's more of a fun pick. It's more of a like, look what I'm doing. I'm just hanging out. That's fun. I love that. And then I said yes to drinking, yes to smoking, yes to weed, and yes to pills. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm down for fun. Oh my God, I love this. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh it's my God, so uh, cute. Me with my hair on top of my head next to a dog with its hair on top of its head. Very similar hairstyles. Uh, my ch- my childhood crush is Captain Picard from Star Trek. I think that's a good question to include, too, because then it shows kind of like what your type is, like who you think is cute, <laughs> even if it's when you're a kid. Funny, though, I've never dated a bald-headed person. Oh, wait, maybe mm-hmm. one. Uh, yeah, one. Uh, but yeah, Captain Picard does it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is what I wanted to be when I grew up a bus driver or a mechanic. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> and then there's a picture of me and Guy Fieri getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of That's Fame. Ama- is that a real picture? It looks like no. it's green screen. Yeah, it's- someone photoshopped that okay. for me. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite pictures. And then there's a picture of me roller skating, oh but my God. I'm in a gutter. So I feel like it shows off I'm fun, yes. but maybe people see it and they're like, she's too fun. Yeah. It looks, I mean, to me, it looks very fun. It looks like you like to party. <laughs> right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know. I think it, I think it's cool to show your personality and not just have like cutesy pics because it's mm-hmm. like, you want to sh- like, if people are going to hang out with you, they're going to be roller skating. They're going to be doing the yes. splits on the street, yes. you know, like all of that crazy shit. They're not just going to be like, you know, standing in a meadow posed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's good to see what they're really going to get. I think it's like the more like true to what your personality is, like, m- like the makeup looks and like the style you're putting mm-hmm. on like the more you do that the more people are going to see the real you so they might as well just see who you really are yeah and i mean i do wear a ton of makeup yeah. so like if someone were to date me they probably wouldn't see my real face for a couple of months yeah <laughs> do you take it off like do you take it off when you like sleep with somebody for the first no. time or no. I keep my wig on, I keep <gasps> my makeup on, my lashes on. And like, it's like on the first date, it's always, I don't sleep at people's homes. I don't like yeah. doing it. I'm always like, peace out, goodbye. Yeah. But like, there's been a couple people where I've slept over and the first time I've slept in my contacts and been like, that was a mistake. Or I'll take out my contacts and I'll be like, I'm fully blind. So you're gonna like, it's not, I'm not asking you to be like a gentleman. You have to walk me out to the Uber because I can't read the license plate. <laughs> oh, no. Like if they live on like a busy, busy-ish street. Um, uh-huh. And then people I like return to fuck, I like bring a little kit where I have like my glasses or like extra contact lenses. Uh-huh. But I won't, I still won't take off my wig or my makeup. Oh my gosh. Is that uncomfortable? Like when you wake up, are you just like, holy shit? Or is it fine? No, it's fine. I can sleep in a wig just Mm -hmm. fine. I just, I don't know at what point to go. I'm a fully different person. Yeah. (laughs) That is a lot. Like that's a lot to show to somebody. That's why I think that's for me. It's like, Cause I rarely wear any like makeup and I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. My hair's always fucking bad. I don't know, but um, you know it's not. cause there was, I had this one picture where I had so much makeup on and I loved, like I looked good, but it was mm-hmm. like super contoured, super like a ton of lashes and like every guy would like that picture because mm. it was just kind of like a little bit more spicy looking and they're like always liking it. And I'm like, I can't even actually pretend this is me. Cause I think if you wear the makeup all the time, then it's like, that's mm-hmm. who you are. But it's like, for me, it's like, I'm usually pretty scrubby. So I'm not trying to, I'm, I want them to be uh, underwhelmed and then be like, oh, she actually dresses like, up too. She's cute. <laughs> I just, I get really scared of like, what if 
I like take my makeup wipes and I like wipe off all my makeup, take off my lashes, remove yeah. my wig. Yeah. And then like he's fallen asleep and then wakes up and I'm like, hi. <laughs> and he's like, Whoa. and he's like, there's a monster in my bed. Like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, that is crazy. It's, well, it's also just it, everything about makeup is so interesting because then guys will be like, oh, girls lie to us. It's like, bitch, first of all, you wear hats. If you're wearing a hat and you, you ball, wear a hat, you guys you have all beards. beards, beards, beards. Beards and hats make such a huge difference. Huge difference. Truly. And like, ugh. Yeah. So it's like, first of all, there's that. Second of all, it's like, so what? You guys like when we're wearing makeup. We look good. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what's the problem? If we know how to put it back on, we can put it back on. Who yeah, cares? I can be that person. But I think but that like, would be weird. No, I get it. Like, right? I think that would be uncomfortable. I think because it's like for me, even with, you know, if, if you're wearing Spanx or something, you're like, I mean, I'll take them off, obviously. But it's mm -hmm. like, how do you navigate <laughs> body sexually stuff taking sexually. off your Spanx? Especially when... Because I've seen some women where I'm like, your body is fully different. Like, you're yeah. shaped like a bag of potatoes, <laughs> and then you put on Spanx, and, like, suddenly you're Marilyn Monroe. I know. How do you navigate that with a partner? It's really interesting, like, because, like, people use those corsets and stuff now, too, to give them that hourglass shape. And it's like, Mister, you look nothing like that when you take that thing off. <laughs> it is. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because it's like, who cares? I don't know. I mean, if I were a dude and, and that was, first of all, even a thing I would worry about, I wouldn't worry about it. Because it's like, when you go out, she, she going to look good as hell. And you mm -hmm. know that. So then when you come home, who cares what she looks like? If she looks like a sack of potatoes, <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm just a sack of potatoes that you have to look at. When we go out, yeah. <laughs> I'll look beautiful for everybody. You should wake up ready to fight. And so, like, when they wake up, just be like, yeah, this is what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in case somebody fucking broke in. Yeah, I'm I ready. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to scare them if they wake up. I ain't got no wig. I ain't got no nails. I ain't got no mm -hmm. eyelashes. But this is what I look like. But when we go out, don't you worry about it. And then you, if you just start a fight in the morning before they even can mm -hmm. question, mm -hmm. then they'll be like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. That's perfect advice. I, I think I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. I'm going to start a fight with my boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. This is, I can do it. Yay. Yay. Start a fight. Do you ever have like, have you ever had an awkward moment with a guy when you take all of it off and they're weird about it? No, I've never taken off. A, like a man has never seen me without my makeup on. He's never gotten to that level or just never no. would get to that level. Because I've only dated people for like two months, yeah, like two, okay. three months. And it's like, that's not enough time. Yeah, You've no, never, no. I've never had, I've never had a partner sleep over at my house. I don't, wow. I don't, I don't want someone ruining my happy place. I kind of love that though. I know. I feel like, was it, is it a uh, Whoopi Goldberg who's like, I don't want some guy, some man in my house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want some man in my fucking house. I don't want some fucking man in my house. And that's, I do think, I've been getting like that too. Like sometimes when I think about dating again, I'm like, but the thing is, I like to sleep alone. I don't, I like to sleep with a guy, but like I, I also kind of don't want him to be there in the morning. Like mm -hmm. I would even sleep, have a guy spend the night, but then leave at like five. <laughs> Cause it's like, I hate that like moment when you're like, 5 a.m.? Yeah, like fuck it, like get out. Because it's like, then you don't have to be, because I hate that conversation where you're like, uh, like, do we get breakfast? Do I fucking make mm. breakfast? I don't want to make breakfast. I don't know him like that. Like, mm -hmm. that's the part that where it gets awkward to me. So I don't love that. I dated a dude who would feed me from his garden, and that was the nicest oh. a man has ever treated me. That's very nice. That's glamorous. That's yeah, like it was so wonderful. Yeah. But attached to somebody who did not want me. So that's, uh, that's, I guess it wasn't as wonderful as I thought. 
It's crazy. It's crazy. I was, I, there was something, there's a woman on TikTok, I think that does that where she fills like has her exes fill out a, a chat, a form or something to say like, why did you really end it more or less? Mm-hmm. I kind of, sometimes I really wish that you could do that, but I don't, sometimes I'm scared. Like, would I really want to know why someone wasn't into me? Here's the thing. You have to just remove yourself from it. Cause I've interviewed people I've hooked up with, uh, on this podcast I mean, that's where it came from. And then, you know, three years in or two years in, I don't know. I think I've been doing it for three years. I don't know. I'm I'm over 100 episodes deep. I haven't fucked 100 people to interview on the podcast. But you kind of just have to remove yourself from it and be like, I actually really want to know. And they can't really hurt your feelings. There's one unaired episode where I asked somebody why, and he said, I don't think you respect yourself. And I was like, I said you couldn't hurt them, but you were trying your hardest to hurt my feelings. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy to think, to have that kind of moment with somebody. I think that on some hand, on some uh, plane or whatever, it would be cathartic. But then in another Mm -hmm. way, you're just like, fuck this. I don't really want to know. It's It's like, like, you be mean. That's why I'm scared to like go to a psychic because I'm like, I want to know, but I don't want to know what they're going to (laughs) say. I mean, I've yet to see a psychic that was any good. Yeah. Well, Nicole, we've come to the end. Oh, wait, here. Would you date me? Oh, yes, of course I would. I think it'd be Uh, fun. Oh, Nicole, what a dang treat. Okay, now we've come to the end. Do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, I don't really think so. I'm not doing any shows. I mean, just like follow me on the internet and like, you'll see if I do stuff. Nicole's Twitter is very funny. Uh, Thank you. I thoroughly enjoy it. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. We're having fun on Twitter. I make videos every now and then. And like, I'm writing, everything I'm doing is like going to be in the future. So it's no point in uh, plugging it now. But yeah, you'll just keep keep up with me on social and then you'll see what I'm doing in the future. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, here. Okay. Uh, what? Yep. This is it. (laughs) Sometimes I forget how to end my own podcast. This is it for this episode of, Oh, I want you date me. If you like this episode, you can rate it. You can like it. You can subscribe. You can give it five stars on Apple podcasts. And if you write me something nasty, I will read it on the podcast. And that's what I'm trying to find. Yes. Oh, okay. Here's one. Hi, Nicole. Just sliding into your DMs because you said no one ever does and wish that they do. Sadly, I'm gay as fuck. But I love you. I'll tell you this. I do not need any more gay men sliding into my DMs. I want what I'm talking about is straight men or not even straight men, men who identify as a person who wants to fuck me. Right. That's who I want to be sliding in. Right. Um, so he says, I love your podcast. Thank you so much. After I just screamed at you. And oh boy, I wish you were straight. But if you were in Charleston, I would... Ha- Wait, you wish I was straight? What? He wants me to... Straight. I'm so confused. Oh boy, I wish you were straight. But if But if you were in Charleston, South Carolina, I have a couch for you to slide in and I'll make you a lasagna. Honestly, you can have the bed. I'll take the couch. You know what I should do? I should <laughs> scream these before. Be- <laughs> what I do is I just. No, it's more fun to see them spontaneous. Yeah. I just like take the screenshot when I'm like for your podcast or like slide. And I'm like, that seems dirty. And then I just screenshot it. Uh, but uh-huh. I should I should start reading these before I screenshot them. Well, 
Nicole, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me on. This was fun. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>